Hi, everyone. I hope all of you are doing well. In this episode of Raw Talk, we have a very beautiful and powerful guest, Lindsay. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. First of all, I mean, before we even start this, I want to say I am so proud and inspired by you oh. and your journey and how far you've come. I mean, I, I'm so happy you're here. Thank <laughs> you so much. I so appreciate that. And you inspire me every single day. Your oh. words are so empowering and you've always been so supportive of me and I can't appreciate that enough. Same. So. Same. You're like my sister, <laughs> Pharrell. We have so much in common and we just have this this beautiful creative bond and it's I love it. I could not agree more. <laughs> So to start off, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and what your passions are and everything like that. Yeah. So my name is Lindsay, for those who don't know me. Um, <laughs> I, I really just spread the word as much as I can um, about my my journey with my eating disorder. Um, right. I had avoidant restrictive food intake disorder uh, known as ARFID. It's actually right. less common. Um, a lot of people don't really hear about it. You don't really know much about it. So I try and spread the word as much as possible. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, I was diagnosed um, in May of 2019. I'm still in recovery. Right. You know, recovery is not linear, of course. Um, of course it's yeah. very, very up and down, especially for me. Um, yeah. So I've really just tried to spread the word as much as I can. Um, it was very hard for me, of course, very difficult for me to yeah. get that diagnosis in the beginning. Absolutely. Um, so instead of, you know, hiding away and being scared of it, being ashamed of it, I really just wanted to spread positivity awareness. and awareness yeah. yeah as much as I can um to anybody that might be struggling and might have a hard time finding the words for themselves so absolutely that's and what I find passion most in for sure is just inspiring people and making them feel comfortable absolutely it's all about feeling comfortable with yourself and creating a group around you that support you love you um have good vibes to you and and you know it's very very important to have that support system and I really want to start off as well with the beginning of your journey two years ago and, you know, be as candid as you can. I think being candid and having just an open uh, viewpoint, I think it's so beneficial. So share anything and everything you want. There's no limit yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I try to be as open as I can without, you know, right. triggering anyone or overwhelming anyone um, as much as I can, because there are things that trigger me, of course. So right. yeah, me being aware of that is super important. But um, yeah. I, of course, didn't know that I was sick, really sick in the beginning. I have also uh, generalized anxiety and panic disorder. So right. it wasn't really very new feelings to me, aside from losing, uh, you know, quite a bit of weight. I lost, yeah. I believe, 35 pounds within three months. Oh, wow. And I had no idea how sick I really was until everyone around me was like, there's something going on that's very different. Um, you know, like I said, I was diagnosed with anxiety and panic disorder when I was 12. So okay. feeling those certain feelings with my eating disorder and with the anxiety felt somewhat similar. So I was like, maybe it's just higher lows of anxiety. Maybe I'll just right. get over it. Things like that. But it really did start to develop where I didn't really feel like eating um yeah. so that was when it was a really big concern to me and I sat down with my mom and I was like there is definitely something going on something and I'm ready yeah. I'm ready to find out what that is and I'm ready to get help and get back to who I actually am so yeah stepping into that um you know super overwhelming super anxiety inducing mm -hmm. uh, I went through a four-hour assessment in a clinic 
um, you know, in, a, in one room, I was just sitting there. Yeah. I was like, I have no idea what's going on. What's going to happen? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. So getting that diagnosis, of course, was a huge shell shock to me. I was like eating disorder. You know, Absolutely. I was super, super skinny. Growing up in middle school, I was 95 pounds. I just had a super high metabolism. I swam yeah. 24-7, exercised all the time. So being mm-hmm. skinny, I-, I knew what it was. So Right. And I got bullied, actually, you know, in middle school, people would say, you know, you have an eating disorder, you're not gaining weight. So for that to come true for me, it was like a huge slap in the face. I was like, wow, so this is what it really is for me now. Um, Luckily, I'm super thankful that I had the support of people on social media the second I came out about it. Everyone was so supportive. Nobody judged me. Everybody asked if they could help, which like really really helped me um yeah in the long run so to this day you know I'm still super thankful that I have that I'm lucky that I met you you know I met you through there and you've always been so supportive of that too and like I said I'm I'm still going through uh you know recovery every single day I I do get challenged by certain things but I absolutely have a healthier um healthier relationship with food with exercise all of that now and I'm super super thankful of that that's amazing and I like that one thing that you said you wrote recovery is about accepting not forgetting yes yeah those words I I can't even tell you those words to me mean so much because it's not about forgetting what happened it's not about you know instantly throwing away and, and you know becoming um, you know, it's about really understanding and accepting and yes. growing from it. And I've seen you on social media and I, all your posts. I mean, I look back from, you know, 2019, two years ago, and I look at you now and I'm like, you not only are glowing, but you, <laughs> you just seem so much more happier and comfortable with yourself. That means everything. To me. I, I love it. And I love to, and I wanted to talk about this too, is your fitness. It's, you know, you're so motivated <laughs> and so many people, somebody, I need to go to the gym. I can't go to the gym. You know, people make excuses, but you just go for it. And that's so admirable for me. You know, I, I love that. And just your fitness journey in general, it's so um, positive and uplifting. And so what, like, what made you want to take control and what motivated you to really say, you know what, it's going to be a struggle. I'm going to accept it. I'm going to get myself through this. What made you, what really motivated you? So I guess it's hard to pinpoint really that, you know, getting back into the gym kind of journey thing, you know, I swam, my whole entire life until I graduated high school, I swam for 13 years. Um, wow. So I was pretty into exercise as much as I could be being on the swim team and whatnot. Um, the yeah. person that really motivated me the most uh, to get into the gym was my, my boyfriend actually now, cause he's been yeah. going to the gym for years. You know, how is he, he? How is he's, he doing? he's fantastic. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Things are really, really great. We're thinking about possibly moving cause we're um, in the Midwest now. We live in oh. Illinois, um, which has been a crazy difference, you know, moving from Portland, Maine, all the way right. to Illinois. Yeah. You know. We're New England girls over here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm so used to being on the coast. So, oh, like, yeah. moving somewhere to Illinois was, like, a huge culture shock for me. Oh, but it's sure. been so good. 
Um, our dream, honestly, at this point, is to move to Hawaii. I went once. And... Oh my god! I saw that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god, I'm so jealous. I went once, and I'm like, I could find myself th- actually thriving here. Like oh, anybody can thrive there. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, I don't know how you couldn't. Um, I know. So. Our plan is to, we're saving as much money as possible right now. Right. Um, we don't have to pay rent where we are right now, which is really nice. We live with his family. So okay. we're able to save enough money. We pay for groceries and whatnot. But not having to pay rent is right, right. detrimental. It's, it saves oh, us so much money. So right, it's been right. so great being able to stay here. We're so thankful for his family. Um, yeah. And then yeah. Our, our hopes are to move to Hawaii within the next year or two. Um, if not... I, we want to move to at least to Florida. That's where my parents are now. They moved from okay. to Florida for retirement. Right. So, so I remember you moved. Yeah. I remember your parents moved. Yeah. Yeah. So funny story about that too, is they're actually uh, building a lake house now in Maine. They couldn't stay away from Maine. So oh, they're going to have a place in Maine. Maine and a place in Florida. Which I is love it. The I dream. love it. We used to vacation in Maine when I was younger. We used to go to York and, okay. and you know, Yes. Bunkport, you know, I love it. It's, York um, Beach is fantastic. I, I love you love York Beach. So, so everybody's like, Maine's so boring. Maine. No, I no. Mean, there's so much to do. Especially once you move away, you're like, oh, it's not I, boring. I know, I know, I miss it. Oh. Yeah. But. So my my boyfriend has really, really been my, my number one uh, supporter through yeah. uh, the gym because I, I really had no idea where to start. I'd never really been aside from going to Planet Fitness and doing a couple of things here right. and there. But yeah, moving into like an actual free weight gym, you're like, well, where do I even start here? <laughs> he really gave me like the most support, the utmost support and guidance. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that, that's yeah. where I started. I would not have been where I am now in the gym without his support and guidance. And it was never like pressure, like you have to go to the gym. It was like, go at your own pace. I'll help you wherever you need help. So oh, that's awesome. I mean, that's, that's so awesome. And, you know, you guys, you're like one of the cutest couples I've seen. Like, <laughs> for real. Thank like, you so I'm much. Like, couple goals, mom and dad right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, <you>. but <laughs> for real, I mean, you're so inspiring and I actually wanted to ask you too is because you're on social media not I don't think you're on social media too often yeah but you you know you're obviously on it do you feel that social media puts people and you know anybody in a position where I have to be perfect I have to be Mm. this especially body wise Mm -hmm. did you have any did that trigger you at all social media um in a way, I guess where I could start with, with my eating disorder is it was never weight-based. I never wanted to be tiny, tiny ever mm-hmm. again. Um, pretty much where it started was I have pretty severe anxiety about vomit. I have a metaphobia. Okay. Um, so it, it surrounded – my eating disorder surrounded that. That's where it really, really oh, stemmed. Okay. I was like, I'm going to stop eating foods that maybe trigger nausea. That makes sense. And then it really just turned into me eating peanut butter and jellies every single day. And that's where I started to lose weight. And I was like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. So, of course, still social media. And, of course, I still feel like there is this, like, higher standard of you need to look like this. You need to have a flat stomach, a big butt, perfect boobs. Like, you have to be the perfect beauty standard to get by in life. And honestly, at this point, you know, I I still struggle with my – I still struggle, you know – with my weight um yeah see, seeing it fluctuate so much is very very difficult you know going from being oh, so yeah. sick yeah. being 100 pounds and then gaining 50 you know I've gained 
50 healthy pounds over the past two years. And, and I'm so I applaud you. That. I applaud you for that, girl. <laughs> Thank I mean, you so you much. Look, and I, you know, I'll say it again. I mean, you look incredible. And again, I mean, I just see a huge difference. And it's throughout your journey and back to recovery. That's hard. Yeah. It's so hard. And I think a lot of people, they don't understand how difficult it really is. It's not just you wake up in the morning and you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to do this. No. Yeah. It's a process and it takes, you know, months and years and it's, it's all about determination, but it's in, uh, it's a, such a huge process. Right. And it it's absolutely not happen overnight, you know? Yeah. And, you know, over 30 million people in the U S they deal with mm-hmm. eating disorders. Yeah. No one's alone. No. And I think with you too, is you create such a, a comfortable um, setting on social media. Thanks. I, I really, such an amazing that. example. Yeah. That, that's like, that's been my goal, you know? Yeah. And I, I really just wanted to speak out for those who feel like they don't have a voice or feel right. like they can't speak out about how they're right. feeling whether it's anxiety, depression, eating disorders, anything like that. Anything. That's, that's yeah. been my, that's been my whole goal. And I, I also have to give credit to, I went to an intensive outpatient program. That is what really, really, really kickstarted my recovery. Yeah. Um, my doctor, you know, I was with a group of amazing ladies that yeah. were also struggling. Um, and we saw each other Monday through Friday for three hours out of the day. And, you know, I still have a relationship with all of them. We have a group chat and I'm so thankful yeah. So getting that opportunity and getting to do that because that is what really, really, really kickstarted yeah. my recovery is is going to an intensive outpatient program. And I feel like I need to vouch that, vouch for that more, you know, talk about that more so people um, you know, can understand that too. Cause like it. I feel yeah. like most people think, you know, you have an eating disorder, you gotta go to a clinic, you gotta be there for 30 days, like a rehab sort of thing, which hey. I can't speak out for everyone, you know, because my eating disorder wasn't as um, uh, what's the word for it? I, I guess as complex as most are, you know, yeah, yeah. with anorexia, bulimia, some people have, you know, su- some severe um, issues that need a little bit more, a little extra help than mine. Right, right. Um, so yeah. like I said, I can't really vouch for not having to go to a place like that because some people do. But, you know, the intensive outpatient program that I went to was just detrimental for my health. I am so beyond thankful for having the opportunity to go out and to do that and yeah. to still be able to, you know, go home at night and take those things that I learned during the day into my evening right. um, and use them at night. So like we talk about meals, we have exposure meals during the day, like on Fridays, we'd order pizza mm-hmm. and we'd all be challenged to eat pizza. We wouldn't want it, you know, it'd be hard, right. it'd be very, very difficult. So having those people for support and then taking it in at night. And then they would even have uh, the opportunity for our parents to come in or a support system to come in so that they could learn and then they could help us at night when we're at home or whatever. So a very, very important program that I'm very, very, very thankful I got to do. Oh, absolutely. And and same with you. I mean, you're so, a lot of people on, on social media and just in general, they're very closed off. And that's, that's okay. But yeah. one thing, the reason why I wanted to have you on this podcast was you're so vocal <laughs> and you're so real and you're raw and you say things that, you know, you mean, and you're so open. And I, I love that. And you, you sharing this right now, you're going to help so many people. <sighs> that That's honestly and, been, like I said, my goal, I, I, I could cry, honestly, 
knowing that I could help some someone yeah. else, even if it's just one person, that that yeah. means everything to me. And you've helped so many people already on social media, but I know people in my life that do struggle with eating disorders mm-hmm. and you know body image and everything like that. And it's so I don't want to say it's heartbreaking, but it's it's so um, difficult. It's a difficult thing. Yes. Yep. So to hear someone like you be so candid and so open, again, I it's it's incredible. And it's, I mean, I'm honored to have you on here. <laughs> to be I'm honored to be on I, here. Seriously, I, I have no idea. I was so excited when you messaged me. I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, girl, I was like, you know what? Like, Lindsay, boom, right now, I you were at the top of my list. I was like, you know, but also, too, and you have been very open with me, too, about um, your anxiety journey. Yeah. And it's very common, too. That's another very, very common thing that mm-hmm. a lot of people, I mean, I deal with it. I yeah. have anxiety sometimes in certain situations. It's very common. And I want to ask you, too, is there any specific thing or um, remedy or something that helps you? throughout your anxiety because you get anxiety attacks panic attacks and many people do too is there anything that again has helped you or made you feel comfort yeah I mean you know having anxiety for more than half of my life now um it's all a bit been about you know uh learning about my coping mechanisms, what's going to help me the most. Right. I was put on medication first, first thing, you know, I was put on um, an antidepressant and anti-anxiety medication and I was, okay. on I was about 17 years old. Yeah. Um, the reason I stopped taking medications and I'm not going to say that medications don't work for everyone because everyone's different. Everyone's different. Yeah. It yeah. really made me feel like out of body it made me feel like I had right. a fog brain like, like zombie a zombie yeah. absolutely yeah. so I took it out of you know I took it in my hands and I said I'm just not going to take medications and I'm going to find something else that'll work for me yeah. I have learned that talking to someone whether it's a therapist whether it's a friend having someone to lean on or multiple people to lean on is number one for me yeah. feeling like I'm not alone because I I tend to isolate myself Yep. And everybody in my life now knows when I'm about to do that. And they're like, no, nope, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk and it's going yeah. to be okay. And that's number one for me. Because yeah. the, the second I go into isolation, it's it's done. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. talking to someone, um, I am a big CBD person. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really like CBD, especially tinctures, which are like super potent. Yes. Um, super potent things of of cbd i i really advocate for cbd i really liked it yeah um so it doesn't work for some people same thing you know with medications but right right that's that's really big too and um if i have a place that i can go you know a, a safe place whether it's my room whether it's somewhere outside whether it's going for a drive that's yeah. a big thing too taking that time for myself yep um, has been super important because I never used to do that for myself. I never used yeah. to, I'm like, I got to do this. I don't have time for this today. I don't have time to be anxious. I have to do this and this and this. And then I panic and I overload myself and it makes right. it so much worse. Oh yeah. So finding yeah. a self-care thing, whether it be taking a bath, yep. literally anything at all, going to get yeah. your nails done, yeah. spend, like going shopping, any, anything yeah. that's going to calm you down, Yep. Do that for yourself and it will help. That's what I have no that's what I've really, really learned about myself is yeah. finding those certain things that are going to calm you down, 
that are going to make me feel better, even if it's momentarily. I will yep. do it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Those and- are... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like for me too, I mean, I tend to also, um, when I'm in like an anxious frame of mind or I'm stressed out or something like that, I tend to also close myself off mm-hmm. and I tend to isolate myself just like what you said. So yeah. And for me too, meditation, I mean, I've tried it in the past and it didn't really work out for me, but now that I'm older, cause I'm, I'm 23 now, but when I tried, I was, I think it was 17. Yeah. So, you know, but you change a lot from you do. 17 to 23, you know? And so my mindset has definitely made me more open now to doing yes. like different, you know, mechanisms, coping mechanisms, like meditation and, you know, things like that. And also the gym too. I feel like that's a huge um, stress reliever. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a big thing too for me. That's, that's also another way, you know, for me to cope as well. Um, and it used to be the opposite for me. I used to get super, when I first started, I was like, I don't, I don't want to go by myself. I'm too anxious to go to the gym. But now I'm like, if I go in there and I step in there and I start moving my body, I will feel better. And I know that. So that has also been, you're right. That has been a huge thing for me too, is going to the gym. Yeah. The gym. Cause I know so many people, they always say, I'm going to go for a run I'm gonna go for a jog, I'm going to go, for, you know, and they tell me it's, it's all about, again, finding that space. That, mm-hmm. that safe space within yourself and within right. your life. And I do think it's healthy every day as far as like anxiety to take some time out, just what you said every day, whether it's meditation or something like that, mm-hmm. create the time. A lot of people say, Oh, I can't make time for that. I'm busy. I don't have the time. Make time. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, it's possible. It's not impossible. It's only impossible if you want it to be impossible. You know, your mental health is is the number one important Absolutely. thing. Like yeah. I had to unfortunately I had to leave a job uh mm-hmm. last summer because my mental health was deteriorating. Yeah. While I was there. And I took that time for myself and I was like, of course I was terrified. I was like, Well, I'm not gonna have this job anymore. What's gonna happen? Is yeah. it professional? But, you know, talking to my ex-boss, just telling her how I was feeling, she understood. And having that understanding, too, and actually looking back on it now, I'm like, that seriously helped me. And it really helped where I am today. So even if you have to do that for yourself, even if you have a thought about it, you have to do that for yourself. You you can't just neglect it. Because that's what I did. That's what I did for myself. You know, I, I really, really neglected my mental health for a very very long time I'm sure yeah me too I mean I've put it off and it's really about following your intuition yes and just like what you said about you know your eating disorder you knew something wasn't right right you knew something was off so and it's just a natural thing and you know it's all about trusting what you feel yeah absolutely Um, that is it's huge and I think mental health and physical health, they, they go hand in hand. If your mental health isn't well, your physical health isn't going to be well. Absolutely. And physical health, you know, vice versa. It's, it's very, it's all about taking care of yourself and it's all about finding that balance. Yes. And finding that space. Absolutely. Definitely. So, um, before we, let let me look. Okay. So what time is it? Okay. So, Last thing I want to ask you before yeah. before I let you go, I want to ask you, what is one word, just just one word that you live by? One word. You know, it's hard to think about that when you're put in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I guess it's two words, but self-love. Yeah. Because I, I lost that for myself along the way. I... 
truly did. I had no idea what was going on with me. And being so stuck and being so scared, I I lost that love for myself. You know, Mm -hmm. I lost that love for doing what I like to do, doing what I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, So really finding that love for myself again was, honestly, it, it was exhilarating. I felt amazing once I really started to love myself again, once I accepted help, once I realized everyone was on my side, no one was judging me, and I could really start recovering and really start getting back to who I am. That was huge for me. So self-love is probably something that I I, I think about and I talk about uh, almost every single day. And I want to make out too, your Instagram, you again you're so candid and I think that's something that so many people should 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 see and I'm gonna link your Instagram but that's that's one thing on social media that I want to talk about too is is social media it can be such a very mm, bad place for your yes, mental health absolutely. and your self-love journey mm-hmm. it can be very destructive very very destructive and very harmful and very toxic but it's people like you that <laughs> I see and you instantly it's like a light goes off in my head and I'm like that's where it's at that's what I want to <laughs> see that is what motivates me oh. to I mean I it's it's incredible what you're doing and again like what I said not many people are um, as open as you and that's okay but it's yeah. awesome that you're open and it's awesome that you're doing this because again you're helping so many people and you're 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 spreading so much awareness on not only eating disorders but mental health and physical health and things that are important. Yeah. And I can't thank you enough for that. Well, I thank you every day. You know, it's crazy that we haven't met. I feel like I've known you for so long know, just off of social media. And like I said, you've been beyond supportive. You've been one of my number one supporters this whole yeah, entire time. Me too. Yeah. And I, I, I'm so beyond grateful. I could never repay you for how grateful oh. I am. Um, and I appreciate your words. And, you know, like I, like I always say, I, I really, really try, even if it's just one person, I really try yeah. to inspire or make someone feel more comfortable about what they're going through. Um, yeah, that's what it's day. all about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, this is this has been so good and again I can't thank you enough for being here I love you so much I love you so much I really hope that we can connect one day I I really really do I think it would be amazing oh my gosh we would have girl we would have so much fun so much fun (laughs) oh my gosh oh my gosh but I I hope you know you're doing well with COVID and everything like that same to you thank you stay safe I I love you so much again and thank you for being here I love you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so great talking to you and being on your podcast. I'm so honored. Thank you.